0: Welcome in to the PHNX Suns podcast brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and review. We greatly appreciate your support and your five star ratings. I'm Lindsay Smith. And today I'm joined by Espo and Saul Bookman. Guys, how you feeling today?
1: I think I can go by Saul now. You don't have to say my whole name, (laughs) Lindsay Smith.
0: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Saul's Roberto
1: Bookman. (laughs) If
0: if that's what you want, we can do that. That's fine. (laughs) Or you can call me Book.
1: I don't know about that
0: one. I'm the first one, one. Lindsay.
1: Recognize I'm older. I get I got I got experience and I have uh I got seniority over the other book. So I'm you you may have
0: seniority, but yeah, I was gonna say as far as popularity goes, I think he owns that one. I don't know.
1: No, I don't care what he thinks he owns. I own this. (laughs) It's all about it's it's all about confidence. Confidence is a habit, it's not a. it's not a trait. Yeah
2: so call me when one of one of the the Jenners or Kardashians are tweeting about you getting the NBA All-Star game and then Did we'll you miss uh,
1: that tweet? I mean it literally came out like last week. I, I don't know. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> we should circle yeah, back I'm, to that.
2: I'm sure it did. I'll have to I'll have
1: mean, to spend that. numerous hours looking for Unfortun- that. Later unfortunately, unfortunately it was from Kaylin and so it didn't really have the same <laughs> Gravitas that that this one did. So.
0: Well, on that note, uh you teased it. So let's get into it. NBA All-Star fan voting is obviously in full swing. And the latest numbers came out on Thursday showing that Devin Booker is currently in fifth place among Western conference guards. Chris Paul is right behind him in sixth place. And ahead of him in that fourth place spot is Clay Thompson. So the numbers that came out on Thursday show that Devin has just under 340,000 votes, and Clay has just under 370,000 votes. So we got a little bit of work to do. But thankfully, as you mentioned, Saul, Devin's boo, Kendall Jenner, tweeted out for Devin today. And that's a double vote day, mind you. So she she was very strategic about the way that she was doing this. And last night, we were all talking, like, when is Kendall going to tweet? When is Kendall going to tweet? She's got so many followers. Like, we need a tweet from her. And here we go. We've got it.
1: I mean, you know, this is you know for all the people out there that hate on the Kardashians and the Jenners, um, this is an example of of their kind of brilliance, right? They pick the perfect time to strike. They know when the iron's hot. They know how to take advantage of marketing. They know how to take advantage of the crowd. Um, that's why they uh, have as much money and as much fame as they do, right? Um, so for her to be able to do that on a double. Uh, double vote day is phenomenal. I, I hope he makes up a significant amount of ground because I think he will. Are we 100%
2: sure that this was actually Kendall and not Devin just grabbing her phone and going, you know what, I'm sick of this. Enough of this Clay Thompson crap. I'm making this happen right now.
1: Espo. Well. Take your negative feelings and go somewhere else.
2: I'm I'm fine either way. That's not a negative feeling. That's
1: strategic and smart by book. That's that's making that's making book seem like he's this evil villain. First of all, yeah, desperate and also makes him look like he's that dude that will go onto her phone, unlock it, and look at other shit. Like, no, no. we're not going down that road.
2: Let's say that. I, I'm just saying he's got that Mamba mentality.
1: He's going to do whatever it takes to get himself in that game. So Devin, if you got to do that, you do it, right? Kevin definitely doesn't strike me as that kind of dude anyway. He just, <laughs> he has so much confidence, confidence in himself. He's like, hey, things will happen the way they happen. I'm not worried about it.
0: <laughs> I would like to think that, listen, there's already rumors out there circulating that they're going to get engaged at some point here in the near future, I would think that if those rumors are circulating, that she would be supportive enough to tweet it out on her own without Devin having to ask or go into her phone and hack her Twitter account. But, so,
2: look, Devin. I'm just saying, Devin. This is this is directly to you, D book. All right, uh, you owe us that ring before you owe her that ring. You've been with us longer, so uh, we want that bling uh, before she gets that bling. All right.
0: If I had to take, if I had to take a guess on their, if they were to get engaged, it would definitely happen after this season. So hopefully, we get the ring, and then she gets the ring, and it's just a year of rings for everybody.
2: I'm I'm down for that, but ours better have a bigger diamond. I, I, want, I want a <laughs> that giant diamond. Imagine in that if bagel. that was
1: a caveat for all of us in sport, you know, sports fans. Like, oh well, my team has to win a ring before I proposed to my loved one like that's such a stupid argument.
0: Dude, nobody would get married then. <laughs> nobody. We
1: would all be single. It would suck so hard. There would be 5
2: decades of sons fans who didn't procreate. We'd have no fans left. We'd we'd have no uh, no no wives and husbands that are sons fans. It would be a very very uh dismal place here in Phoenix.
1: Yeah, the family tree would be a straight line is what it would be.
0: (laughs) So So right now her tweet has a little over 4,500 retweets, which is great. I will say the one thing that I do wish that she had done a little bit differently um, would be prompting her fans to retweet the tweet. Like, listen, I'm thankful that she tweeted in general. Like, thank you, girl. We appreciate it. But if she would have prompted her fans to retweet it, I kind of feel like she could have double those numbers right now because her fans would absolutely do anything she asked of them to do. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, and I say this with all due respect, but a, a selfie probably would have gotten more retweets too in there. You know, right? something with her and book. Right. Give me a visual to go along with it because as we know Twitter 101, if they if they're so great at at this whole marketing uh, thing, we all know that tw- tweets with images tend to perform better than those without. Exactly.
1: That's well, that's ex- that was my first go-to as well. It's like, "Oh, no photo?" Really? Like I n- I understand like You know, do you want to put a photo of you two together or just him or is it just, you know, like I, I, I would be a little conflicted about that. But yes, you are a thousand percent right. That's like a photo. I don't give a shit. If it was a photo that had nothing to do with them, it's just a photo of like a pool or a house or something like that. It still would attract better. Like, what's she really trying to say? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, if it was an unseen before photo of the two of them on vacation from last off or something like that, it probably would have done even better. But or I guess an
2: ug- b- ugly beggars photo can't be of choosers. Play Thompson.
0: <laughs> I don't know if she's on that level yet to like slight <laughs> other players, but you know, we'll see. But also, okay.
1: like. Espo, you just mentioned like, uh, you know, or I think Lindsay, you said, uh, the fans, you know, like her fans will do anything for her. I'm not a fan of hers and I would do anything for her. <laughs> so it's like, it was an easy retweet for me.
0: That sounds like you're a fan of her, So I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a fan of, uh, of her style. I'll just say it that way. The, the newly married man, just saying that. <laughs> Oh no, she's 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 on my laminated card, I suppose. Don't <laughs> you worry about that.
2: We were on a break. <laughs> Ay,
1: Don't
0: worry. If, if she
1: can sit here and drool over Idris Alba or uh Joe Manginello, I can sit here and have my fantasies too. So <laughs> everybody, Joe Manganiello. Chill really yeah yo yeah magic mike <laughs> are you kidding me yeah all right that dude's fucking ripped
2: <laughs> as long as i don't hear pete davidson's on that laminated card for mrs bookman
1: no we're okay I, she definitely wanted to throw up uh, when i mentioned uh pete davidson and kim k so <laughs> poor gerald
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right well you guys brought up pete davidson so let's get into the questions surrounding this um kendall jenner tweet which celebrities should the Suns try to foster a relationship with to gain more celebrity support for this fan base and this team? Um, Names that you can kind of throw out like Emma stone, Shakira, Jonah Hill, Vanessa Hudgens, Pete Davidson, Jesse Eisenberg. I don't know. Who do you guys think?
2: Okay. I'm going to turn to our cove crazies here because the one and only Elon Musk is in the chat every night. I mean, Elon's got uh, what millions of followers. I mean, if if we're gonna find somebody with clout, let's let's go with the man who created Tesla, and we have an in with him. So I'm gonna say Elon Musk here.
1: I man, um, I, mean, I kind of went back and forth, but I think if we're going on a global scale, because you know the NBA is global, I would say Shakira. I think Shakira would be that one that would would gain the most attention worldwide. Jonah Hill's very local, you know what I mean? Like, he's very, you know, U.S., uh, but Shakira is all over. Like, Mm -hmm. people love her all over the world. So, I would would probably say for Reach, it would be Shakira.
0: Yeah, Shakira would be my number one, too, just because I also just, like, selfishly love her the most out of all the names that I threw out there. Um, And it has, you know, a little bit... Like you said, the international pool there, I think that'll help this fan base a lot. And especially guys like Devin Booker getting more attention because you see it last night right after the game on uh, Thursday night. A lot of people were talking about how the TNT broadcast was talking about other players over highlights of the Phoenix Suns like that. Like we know the NBA All-Star game is a popularity vote, and when your major media outlets are constantly talking about other players instead of the players at hand, like what happened the other night, there's a reason why Devin isn't as popular as some of these other people internationally, because sometimes internationally, international fans only have access to the top of the top networks, right? Just based on proximity and what they're able to receive in their countries. So, if they're not doing it for us, then we need some influencers or celebrities to kind of help fill in the gaps there.
1: I've I've got an idea.
2: And I don't know. I don't know how you guys will feel about this, but what about Vanessa Bryant? putting out there that she wants book in because he's the one carrying the torch for Kobe if she felt Ooh. that way.
1: I feel like that would be the ultimate. That I mean, would that be would the
0: ultimate.
1: Be huge. I mean if she just like if she just wore a Devin Booker jersey, could you imagine how much the internet would blow up. Lakers fans would I don't know how Lakers fans would feel about that. Like cause they they want to support her through this, you know, like obviously what happened with Kobe and they love her and they they'll do anything for her as well. But if she, she I, first of all, I don't think she would ever, ever do this. But if she were to throw something on or say something about Devin Booker, now you're talking about the rival team uh, or one of the rival teams in the in the Pacific. Ooh, I don't know how they would respond to that. I I feel like if if this is you know basically
2: the estate of Kobe saying this is the this is the next, I, I think it would play well. I think you get I think you get a big bump for that.
0: Uh, absolutely, you'd get a huge bump, but I also kind of low key think it's a pipe dream. Like oh, I, yeah. I don't see her ever doing that. I just, uh, it just doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't really fit.
2: You didn't say what the hell is the most realistic way to get Devin Booker in the, uh, in the uh,
0: <laughs> okay, in the but Ball I did game ask, by
2: begging for retweets. No, so.
0: that's not what I asked. I asked like realistically, who should the Suns try to create a relationship with?
1: <laughs> well, first of all. If, <laughs> first of all the sun's creating a relationship with any of these celebrities is like okay well maybe maybe not we'll see how that goes but uh vanessa bryant is definitely off the table so in the in the realm of possibility i would say that would be less than a percent
2: oh yes if we're talking realistic i mean Mm -hmm. yeah that's that that's not going to happen uh rich paul hates us so there's no adele on that list so uh Hey, why not Taylor Swift? Is there a is there a celebrity that has more pull with their fans than Taylor Swift? If Taylor Swift started standing for Devin Booker in the NBA All Star Game, Clay Thompson could kiss his ass because he'd be uh, he'd be millions of votes ahead of Clay Thompson at that point.
1: You know, you know who has a close following in my opinion, and it, I think more crazy because it's a, so absurd uh, how many fans this guy has. Uh, but it would be the anti Jenner. It would be Kanye West. It'd be Yeezy. Like would, he, he has so many crazy followers. Like Yeezy could you literally like just like do something awful and people will still support him no matter what. I never understand oh. why people like he can create the stupidest sound. He could just bang on his fucking table like I am right now and then post it and be like, I just made this new mix, and people will be like, Oh, that shit is fire. And I'm like, no, it isn't, it's trash. What are you talking about? Okay, hold on. You just picked
2: the the guy that would alienate Devin Booker's girlfriend because
1: it's the ex husband of her sister. Like, that's never gonna happen. Well, that's irrelevant. You're talking about votes. You don't care about that. She's already she's already done the tweet. It's already gotten retweeted. It doesn't matter. Now you go after somebody who is next. So (laughs) Kanye, Kanye, 2024. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Um, well, please continue to vote on the Internet for Devin Booker in the NBA All-Star Game because uh, we do need to make up some ground there. Shout out to Kendall for helping us out in the area, but we got to keep voting.
2: Can, All can right. I make can I make an announcement here? The the Yeezy right. talk uh, it got me thinking here. Are you guys okay? You, you ready for a big drop? Uh-oh. Tomorrow on the pregame show. If if the mustache behind the Mac can help me, there'll be a world debut of a stick song. Not the band, the player. Are you ready?
0: No, I'm not ready. <laughs>
1: Are you ready? Uh, I just feel like this is going to be super cheesy. So I it guess. It will,
2: <laughs> because it's me.
1: Yeah. But, yeah. but get ready. Stick song is coming.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, so the next topic we're going to discuss is the Suns announced today. Lindsay could
1: not have moved on faster from that. Uh, all
2: right, yeah. <laughs> to hell with that, and on to the next topic.
0: But we'll see tomorrow. We'll see tomorrow. I think if it shows up, then we'll give it some more time. But you know, you just you, it. what Lindsay, do you want me to say,
1: Lindsay? You got to learn how to play the game. You know, if somebody is genuinely excited about something, you can't just pop their balloon like you just did. You know, like I you didn't just say gotta... I was genuinely excited. Like, yeah, you I, don't excited. Excited. yeah you I don't know. You sounded genuinely excited. You're like the world debut of a stick song. Yeah. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> All right, well we will see that maybe tomorrow on the pregame show. Fingers crossed for that. So our next topic, the Phoenix Suns announced today that the Valley jerseys would be available for purchase at the team shop Saturday, January 8th. There is a limit of 2 per person and they're also available for pre-order online. So we've talked a lot recently about potential new jerseys and changes in jerseys. Espo, what's the kind of latest that you've been hearing on the Valley jersey specifically?
2: They will not be back. They are done after this year. So get them while you can. Is uh, is what I'm hearing uh, as uh, Suns Uni Tracker uh, put out there on Twitter. Yesterday, there may be some elements of that gradient that you see on the Valley Jersey and other things that they do, but the Valley Jersey will be no more as of next year. Uh, from everything that that I'm hearing, that uh, that Suns Uni trackers hearing, so yeah, you better get them in this drop because they're in this uh, in, in this sale, because it's probably not gonna, uh, and you're probably not gonna have another opportunity to buy these unless you're getting them off of a uh, one of them knockoff sites. It's going to take you six weeks, and it's going to come, and it's going to look kind of like it but not quite
1: but um so somebody explain this to me uh you know the rules and the regulations behind these jerseys and why they can't continue on and why they have to get eliminated and all this other stuff because obviously i would almost venture to say that this is the most popular jersey in sun's history like i don't even know if I, I don't even know if that's a debate, to be honest with you, because so many people love the fact that it says the valley and it represents Phoenix and it represents, you know, the suns and and the color scheme. and it's just it's, it's just a brilliant jersey. Why are they getting rid of it? And is it the NBA making them get rid of it? Or is it the Suns just saying, we don't want to do this anymore? I can't imagine it would be the latter.
2: This this is the culture now is to just change through these jerseys as much as possible. So there's new inventory and people have to buy another Jersey. I mean, that's what it comes down to. Uh, And, and that's, I think going to be the way it is for a while now. I mean, that's Nike's mentality. I mean, look at Oregon. I mean, Oregon is the blueprint for how Nike that thinks a lot of this stuff should work. And I'm I'm not sure Oregon's had the same Jersey two years in a row and in, in, in the last decade. So it's, it's, it's about marketing. This has nothing to do with, uh, you know, th- uh, what the fan base wants or even what the players want. It's about let's churn and burn some new merch and see if we can sell as many of these as possible. So we can keep that, uh, uh that, you know, cash train going through and that's what, what it's going to be. Uh, in perpetuity across these leagues, I think moving forward, it's, it's odd to me that the NFL seems to be the the only one that hasn't really bought into this, uh, you know, large amount of of uniforms. But it may come there too with Nike. But I, I just I think this is going to become more the norm. You're going to see changes every handful of years that that just continue to you know, get people to purchase and they'll probably eventually bring back the Valley jerseys three, four, five years down the road as an earned edition or a city edition in a different color. Uh, but it, it, in this variation, that's my understanding it's going away for the time being.
0: Okay. So here's my beef with this whole situation and we'll get into this as a cultural topic and just kind of a Suns Valley Jersey topic. So drop culture, right? Like it's basically become the norm for anything that is popular. You have a drop. It's a limited amount of items released and only a certain amount of people can get their hands on it. And in certain situations, I don't mind that, right? Like some shoes or some clothing lines or something, if you're doing a collab with somebody, I can understand why you would make a limited number of those items. I have a major issue, though, when it comes to this type of drop culture trickling over into team jerseys because I've had so many. I mean, as saw, you guys have been there. We've had so many people commenting to us that I've been trying to get a Valley Jersey for months now. I've been trying to get one since they came out. I can't get one. I can't find one. There's nothing's available. Oh, I if agree. you are going, if you know that your fan base loves a jersey that much that so many people want them and can't have them, and you know that they're going to be going away at some point, you need to make sure that those jerseys are available for your fan base to purchase. Because if the whole goal of switching up jerseys is to make more money, well, you're missing out on a ton of money because people want to buy those things. And those are the people who are supporting your organization by paying for tickets, by paying for merch. They're the ones who keep you afloat at the end of the day. So this is, make this available for them.
1: This is where this is where the greed of sport really makes me want to throw up. Um, you know, I I just think about it. You know, I don't know if you guys have ever been in this position. I'm I'm, I'm going to assume that maybe at some point you have, but you know, I was not I was not born into a wealthy household. Um, you know, and and I was a, a student athlete for a long time, and then I joined the military. And in the military, it's not like you get paid a lot of money, so you know, every dollar is vital uh, to your budget. So to think about spending eighty to you know two hundred dollars on a jersey um is is one thing to try and save up for it and then you know try to buy it but when it's like this when you have a drop that comes out you know basically out of nowhere like i didn't i didn't hear about this until yesterday or uh, i'm sorry this morning actually um it's like okay i hope i have that money in my bank account to be able to do that now like i i could do it right now but what I'm saying is, is like there's a lot of people out there that absolutely live and die with this team that are not in that position to be able to to buy a jersey, and you're telling me that that's this is the one time you're going to be able to get this jersey. Otherwise, it's going to be gone. So, people that have either money or or have been you know maybe stashing it away for this day, just hoping that it would come. Okay, cool. But what about everybody else? And this is what you know. This kind of goes back to this whole you know. There's, there was like, what, nine, ten thousand 10,000 fans a night during the rough, rough nights, and you know, it, three years ago. And those fans that showed up to those games were the diehards for the most part. Like, people that just, they love this team, they love the Valley, they love the Suns, um, no matter if they win 18 games a year or they won 60. It didn't matter. Um, and then when we got some success, ticket prices went through the fucking roof and people couldn't afford to go to the finals games and they didn't get rewarded for their years of dedication to this franchise. And that's what I don't like. I absolutely hate that. It's like you're not rewarding the diehards and the day ones for, for supporting you through the lean times. Uh, you're just absolutely cutting cutting them away. And I understand it's business, but damn, like, I just, I hate the drop culture. Um, it's, it, I hate the drop culture for this. Um, everything else is, you know, it's, it's optional, but when you're a fan and you want to live and breathe with, with this, this team, you shouldn't have to, to hope that you can afford to buy a Jersey, um, that you really, really want to support your team
0: or get in line and wait hours before a store opens in order to get a hold of it either. Like they should just be readily available to all fans who want to have them.
2: I, I, I love you both, but I think it's funny that you guys think that this was strategic. I think this is was poor planning across the board and that they didn't realize how popular these would be. So they underordered with Nike uh, and then they, they couldn't get them back in stock after that because of all the stuff that was going on with COVID. So I, I really think this was just poor planning initially that set up this entire situation, because if there's one thing we know, the guy at the top wants to make as much money as possible. Right. And that's business. I, I just smirch whoever you want, if that's the case, but that's, that's what this is about. So why in, in any world would they limit the quantities of these when people want them so badly, this was not, this was not let's strategically drop these in limited quantities. Like some of those shirts they've done in collabs and stuff. This was it. just a, miscalculation uh, in terms of having supply on hand, because if they could have sold a million of these jerseys last year, you know that they would have, that they'd want to, but I think it was a mixture of they didn't expect these jerseys to be as popular as they are, and they didn't expect the team to be as good as it was. So when you get those two things, it's a huge demand for these, and they didn't order enough supply. And then the issues with COVID and the supply chain came into play. They couldn't get them restocked. And that's why we're sitting here right now.
0: Okay. And I understand all of that, but that happened a year ago where they kind of maybe longer I don't know I don't remember the time frame but it happened a while ago right so now they know the demand is there why not do a pre-order type of situation where they can get a legitimate number of people that they know want these jerseys and allow them to have those jerseys even if it's six seven eight months down the road because they have to wait for them to get made and shipped and all of that stuff why not do something like that then? Because I feel like they would have the ability to do something like that. I don't know the logistics of all of like jersey ordering and all that kind of stuff and how it works down to that level. But I feel like they could at least do something or or at the very least, if it's a marketing thing and you know these jerseys are super popular and you know your fan base wants it, why not push the jersey uh, timeline of releases back one year to allow people to get more Listen, access to that. Th-
1: this this kind of goes along with the what the Suns have been doing of late anyway. Like they've they've done these collabs and these shirt drops with with local artists and, and stuff like that. And uh and I get Espo's point of saying that it was poor planning, but uh that poor planning led to something uh being done like this where it's another drop and it's like an exclusive type of deal. Now the thing that I'm unsure about is that the email that was sent out about this doesn't say like if it's just for tomorrow. So I don't know if it's going to last beyond that. I don't know if you guys have heard that or not, but to me, when I read the email, it just said the team shop opens at 10, they'll sell the jersey till two, and then they're going to take a break because of the game, and then it'll open it up for the game again. So I don't know what that means.
2: And it says you can pre-order them at shop.suns.com. So you can do it that way. I think in part you do it with this because they have quantity on hand and I know certain other outlets throughout the state had been pre-selling things and got the, and they were pre-selling them prior to Christmas and we're getting the, well, why don't I have it? When is it coming? This way, my guess is they have a massive amount of stock on hand. So that it, so they're not going to get into that. Well, well, when is it coming and all that they they have it on hand, you can pre-order. So if you don't want to get in the rush, but also, uh, a bunch of people pre-ordering online doesn't make as cool of a picture for social media as a line down Jefferson Street does, as well.
0: <laughs> all I know is that I hope that everybody who wants to get a Valley jersey can get a Valley jersey before, if rumors are true, before they go away. That's yeah, all I know.
1: I agree. Yeah, that's what I hope for too. I hope everybody that wants one um, can can get the opportunity to get one. Um, mm-hmm. So.
0: All right. We're going to take a quick break because we've hit the final week of the pro football regular season and college football is heading into the national championship. DraftKings Sportsbook has an unbelievable offer to get all fans in on the action for this exciting time on the football calendar. So new customers who sign up using the code PHNX can bet just $5 on any football team to win their game. And if they do, You win $200 in free bets. It is that easy, so let's wind down the season with a big win. So here's all you have to do is just download that DraftKings Sportsbook app right now, use the promo code PHNX, bet just $5 on any football team, college or pro, and you'll win $200 in free bets if they are victorious. That's promo code PHNX this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. Now, just a disclaimer, that is 21 and older only, Arizona only, gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, new customers only, eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And
2: and guess what? I got our DraftKings pick of the week.
0: Oh, what is it?
2: it? And it is coming from... Handball. It's the championship, the women's championship league of handball. Uh, Tomorrow at 8 a.m., they're playing, and I'm going to take FTC Rail Cargo Hungaria over uh, Bundelkast Monet. They are a uh, six and a half point favorite. So I'm going to take them uh, ride that. That is your DraftKings pick of the week. And uh, I have no clue how many goals are usually scored in handball or if they're even goals, but six and a half sounds like a good number. So I'm going to take that.
0: All right. Well, good luck to you on that, Espo, and anybody else who uh, joins in on our DraftKings pick of the week. We hope you win big. All right, guys, our final topic of the day. The other night, uh, Dirk Nowitzki had his jersey retired by the Mavs. And during that celebration, they revealed a statue of him that will be outside of their arena. So my first question is, thoughts on uh, Dirk and just like having that accomplishment and that recognition
1: I mean, it's tremendous. I mean, Dirk, you know what, what I love about Dirk is, is that not only did he never go anywhere else to play, which I think is vital to this conversation, um, I think he did it the right way. You know what I mean? Like, we talk about the right way, but he never really had any controversy throughout his career. Um, you know, he never got into trouble. You know, he was a pretty straightforward, uh, clean player. You know what I mean? Like, so I love that. And And he seems, you know, I love people that seem like they're genuinely – like just good dudes. And I, I know firsthand from some of my colleagues at, uh, my former colleagues at Valley, Valley so- uh, Southwest. Um, they say that he is, he's just a tremendous person to be around. He's always got a, a, a great demeanor and a nice guy. And, um, those are the types of people you want to see get rewarded for sure.
2: Yeah. I mean, he was, he was a game changer. Uh, and, what he was able to do at that power forwards position he's one of the best to to ever do it he changed kind of what the mentality of a power forward in this game is i mean it was a lot of big guys you know that, that were willing to bang down low before dirk came with his crazy fadeaways and and the different shots that he had in his bag and and totally change the game. So much respect to Dirk. The only thing I wish is the tro- or the uh, statue was that crazy picture of him and Steve Nash from the club where they're both sauced and Steve has his shirt open. That would have been the ultimate uh, tr- you know statue to have out in front of a uh, an arena. But I'll, I think he deserves any one he can get.
0: Absolutely. Okay. So this obviously is leading us into the conversation about which former or current son should have a statue outside of the sun's arena first. But before we get into that, I want to know, do you think a statue outside of an arena is more meaningful than like a ring of honor induction? Hell yeah. Especially when they put your ring of
2: ring of honor in a digital board that switches out with freaking advertisements i just Lin- had to make Lindsay, sure Lindsay, i just had to make like,
0: sure that's
1: like saying is a tweet better or is your face on a mold better like
0: what yeah of course it's i st- just <laughs> wanted to make sure that we were all on the same page here because i know there's a lot of controversy around the ring of honor so i just wanted to establish that before we went into the conversation that's Yeah. all like-
2: let's make this very clear. That's heresy that they put that on a digital board and it looks like a five-year-old did the Photoshop on it and they switch it out for ads. That's ridiculous, but we can move on to the trophy or the uh, statue conversation.
0: Okay. So which son do you think should have a statue outside of the arena first?
1: I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm a sucker for somebody that plays their entire career in one place. Um, because when you bounce around, like, for instance, Shaq having a statue out front of Staples Center is a travesty. It's a travesty. He played for, like, seven teams, and he kept bouncing around to try and get a ring, and he got a ring in two places, L.A. and Miami. And it's like, really? Like, I don't know. There's just something that's just real shitty about that that I do not like. I think, you know, like Kobe, Kobe being there, um, you know, and he was close to leaving several times, but uh, he ended up sticking it out. Kobe having a statue out there completely makes sense to me. Uh, Magic having uh, you know having that completely makes sense to me. So I get that Jordan, you know those guys. But uh, I know Jordan played for the Wizards. Shut up. Um, but uh, I think if there was one son that was going to have his statue out there, based on my own kind of limitations, it's it, hopefully. It's gonna be Devin Booker, and I never thought I'd say that three years ago. I never thought, like, okay, this is a guy that that is gonna end up being like one of the all-time greats in franchise history. I thought he's gonna be very, very good, but last year just showed me so much from him: his demeanor, the way he carries himself, the way he he's uh, learning from Chris Paul and pushing his teammates to be better, the way he tries to take over games, the look in his face, uh, and the way, more importantly, that he's embraced this city, the culture, his own culture within the city as well. Devin Booker to me will be the first and uh, the first player to get his statue outside of the stadium cuz I just feel like he's on that path.
2: Yeah, I I won't disagree with that. I mean, he definitely is on that path and will like we've talked about many times, will will likely finish as the greatest son of all time if if a couple things continue to go his way. I mean, I think there's probably a former sideline reporter that deserves one as well, uh, out there in front of the stadium. Uh, I'm sure the Cove <laughs> crazies would agree on that oh one, but God. it would have to be of a certain book cover <laughs> if we got it made.
1: Oh, uh, but to me, it, that's it, dude. You really want her? You really want that picture out in front of the stadium? Like, <laughs> oh hey, so
0: it's the compar- so. it's the we Confederacy. Do. Yeah, all right. No, but she's on the baby. good side.
1: <laughs> is she though <laughs> you didn't even read your
2: own book what are you talking about <laughs> for humor purposes yes yes i want that but look to me uh i and- told you as well as the pander to you Lindsay. it's gross
0: <laughs> don't hate because it ain't you
2: so i'm only doing it now because you said it and i'm going to continue to do it because it irks you and that's my lot in life at this point so look but for me the one person that deserves well there's two that that likely deserve it more than anybody else because of their, what they've meant to the franchise. It's Jerry Colangelo, which won't happen unless uh, you know a certain someone sells this team or Al McCoy, because those are the two people that are synonymous with this franchise for parts of all of the five decades that they've been, In existence, and 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 I feel like you have to have that longevity, that you have to have an impact on the franchise. In Colangelo's case, an impact, a positive impact on the city that you're in as well. So those are the two that that right at this moment feel like they'd make sense. Devin Booker, if he continues to score the way he is, and and definitely if he gets a ring in this town, is is the first player I'd seriously considered putting there.
0: I feel like you have to have a player before I agree. anything else. I, I, I don't know. I just think it would be because if it's your first statue that you have in history, right, and it's not a player, I feel like you lose the excitement, the, I don't know, just the extreme... Respect that is given to those type uh, of people. I mean, get in a statue. In, I don't know. It just in, feels in, weird.
1: In Boston, they have a um, a statue of Red Auerbach. In L um, A, in L A, they have the statue of Chick Hearn. Yeah, but that wasn't before. That wasn't I, before. Um, I'm TV. not saying they, they don't deserve unveiled them at the same it. time. Yeah.
0: yeah, I'm not saying they don't deserve it. I'm just saying I feel like it should be a player first.
1: Yeah, I think I think the Red Albrack, um statue was unveiled before anything else was ever unveiled. So that's maybe that's one that I could I could point to. But I would agree that a player should definitely be first because, you know, listen. My other caveat to this is you got to win a title. Like you just got to win a title. Um, I I I. I almost venture to say that I would be on board with what Espo's saying about Colangelo just because he did have such an impact on this community and not even the community. Uh, Basketball in general, Um, you know, you look at Team USA and how they've kind of revamped that entire program, and that was because of Jerry Colangelo. Um, You know, so he had such a a civic impact here locally, the Diamondbacks. Like, that seems like the no-brainer right there to me. Yeah.
2: I mean, that, that one makes a lot of sense. Uh, you know, another owner I'd love uh, to get a statue so we could tear it down uh, like you see in, in a lot of those videos. When, uh, when something goes wrong, we could just tear that bad boy down. I, I like that it, that thought as well, but I think Jerry is the guy that legit deserves it, right? Because uh, he, he just checks all the boxes of somebody that you're going to build a statue for uh, when it comes to the influence and everything, but, but Booker's the player. I I think, I, I don't think there's any argument. I can't think of one guy that's been here so far that would, would deserve a statue more. Some would say Nash, but I, I get what you're saying. Saul. I want the guy to have been here in Phoenix for major for basically their whole career. I mean, I know the Jordan thing's a little weird, but that whole situation was weird anyways, but yeah, uh, if, in Phoenix, I'd want it to be a guy that never wore anything other than purple and orange, or I guess maroon and teal, if that's coming. So
1: yeah, like uh, when you when we're talking about that kind of stuff, you know, Steve Nash. Honestly, to me, if we if we were going to go the Steve Nash route, I would sooner put Charles Barkley ahead of Steve Nash, um, just because of the impacts that Charles Barkley had on the franchise that was kind of dormant for a little bit. They were they made it to the playoffs, but they couldn't they couldn't quite overcome you know overcome the hump the Lakers or the trailblazers are always in the way in the eighties. They just kind of middled. They were like a middle tier team. And then Barkley comes along and just blows that out of the water. And if it weren't for Michael Jordan, um, maybe the Suns have a championship. So um, because of impact alone, I would say Barkley before Nash, but um, you can't go wrong with either one. But yes, the the entire franchise, I feel like you have to be with the franchise basically at least 90% of your career. If you jump ship for like one year at the end of your heyday just to do whatever, like, okay, I can overlook that. But you can't be like he was with Dallas for so long, and then comes back, and then leaves to go to the Lakers of all teams. Like nah, son, yeah, that was it.
2: You also, I'd feel bad for the guy that has to make the Nash statue with that long hair. Statues with long hair, especially when it when it's in motion, like an athlete, never seem to turn out right. There, there's always something that looks funny with them.
0: Well, I guess it sounds like we're going to be waiting for potentially a little over a decade to get our first statue. So <laughs> Probably two
1: decades. I'll be 60 when that happens.
0: I hope you guys have a lot of patience.
2: <laughs> Let's get Kendall tweeting about it now, and we'll just build it now. Let's just put the Booker statue up.
0: I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people who would be okay with that.
1: You can make it out of cheese. <laughs>
0: mm, <geez. laughs> well here's the deal guys if one of your new year's resolutions was to look and feel better in 2022 a great way to get an easy w in that area to kind of jump start your journey is to just grab some new gear and rep your team your favorite valley team and you can do that at the PHNX Locker. I
1: thought we had a new sponsor for a second. I was like, oh, what? we got, <laughs> we got weight loss going
0: on? What's going on? No, it's not about weight loss. It's just about looking mm-hmm. and feeling good. And when you have a dope shirt that represents your favorite team and you look good in it, you're going to feel good in it. And at PHNXlocker.com, you can pick up all kinds of dope t-shirts for just $29.99 right now and be the envy of all of your friends. We also have sticker packs available over there. For just five dollars so be sure to check it out one more time that's phnxlocker.com which one is your guys's favorite right now
1: all uh, of them yeah i love <laughs> them all uh the the d book shirt's pretty dope but i think my favorite one is uh maybe we're just fucking better shirt
0: yeah I, that's a good one
1: i don't know the back the a
2: uh, the new u of a one Ooh, is pretty yeah. sweet in and of itself it is what's your oh, favorite yeah. what's your
0: favorite lens I can't support the back, the A1. I already got yelled out on Twitter for retweeting it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I said the other day, I think it's the D book, uh, like car sunset. The sunset one. one. Yeah, yeah. Sunset
1: sunset drive.
0: Yeah. Yes. I like that one a lot. No, I think that no actual
2: cool. person depicted in there. Uh, it's just a car with a dude, the back of a dude's head.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a little real dope car, real dope sunset, real dope shirt. Pick it up at phnxlocker.com today. All right, gentlemen, thank you so much for joining. i um, glad we could talk about some of these fun topics here on a fun Friday. We will be back tomorrow, Saturday the 8th, to uh, have a pregame and a postgame show as the Suns prepare to take on the heat. So be sure to join us for that on our YouTube page live. Or if you can't catch us live, you can always listen. Wherever you get your podcast. Until then, I'm Lindsay. You can follow me on Twitter at Lindsay smith az. You can follow Saul on Twitter at Saul underscore Bookman, and you can follow Espo on Twitter at Espo. We'll see you guys later.
2: The Phoenix Suns are the best team oh in my the NBA. Oh